Well, I was coming up with games and ideas for no reason, because that's the kind of guy I am. When the Glee Club called me up, said he might just be our man. He said we just had a dream about a show we can stream where we take clowns back to school. I said let's do it, because we started talking through it, and I'm not scared of looking like a fool. So we're bringing funny people to pick school subjects and then battle it out to try and win. We play some games, it's a battle of the brains. Ready? Let's begin. I'm gonna take you back to school. The following podcast is designed for mature, immature people. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Class Clowns Podcast by the Glee Club, which is a podcast where we get funny people and we take them back to school. We ask them questions, we play some games, we see what happens. Uh, at the end, there'll be a winner. And, and uh, unlike school, you know, we're looking for the best. So in this week's class... Do we have Elf Lions? Yes, sir. Hello, Elf. How are you? I am very happy. You're very to be alive. happy. I'm very oh. happy <laughs> yeah, to be alive good. and to be here, to be present. Ah, good. Well, I'm glad you are present. And um, I do have a quick question before we sort of like get too far in motion. How many wheels does the vehicle with the most amount of wheels have? Infinite wheels or the number of pi. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, I'm looking at, at a literal machine that exists and it's the most amount of wheels in it. This exists. This is a real thing. A millipede? Uh, that's that's different type of machine. <laughs> different um, type of machine. I, I have a very a long freight train. A long freight train? Very yeah, I'm looking freight. for a number here, Elf. I'm looking Five for a number. freight trains. A number oh, of no, wheels. Oh, no, you mean the wheels? <laughs> yeah, a number of wheels would be oh. good. About 960. Uh, 960, I'm going to write that down. I like that. How many wheels does it have? Nine freight trains? Um, what did you say? 960? 960. 960. Thanks, Elf. We'll, we'll come back to you um, very shortly, but before we do that, I need to find out if Sunil Patel is in the classroom. Uh, yeah, here, sir. Excellent. How are you, Sunil? Uh, I'm, I'm getting some palpitations thinking back to school days. Bad memories? Uh, pretty bad memories, yeah, oh. of just never getting stu- like work done on time, just being told off, yeah. Thanks for agreeing to come on the podcast. We'll sure. delve into that a little bit later on. But first of all, same question goes to you. How many wheels do you think are on the, the sort of biggest machine? Uh, I'm going to go for 100 wheels. Uh, 100 wheels you're going for. Yeah. Uh, 50 on each side or... 50 on each side or 25 on each side, double wheels each side. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, What, like a square that can move forward or side, (laughs) like a Tetris machine? No, like, you know, know, like big big trucks have like double thick, two thick Uh, tyres. Yeah, you know, double wheels. Absolutely. Anyway, so 100's your answer. 100, please, yeah. Feeling confident? Not really. Uh... Silly no. question though, wasn't it? <laughs> may as well just say any number. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought I'd go lower than Elf though, because I think 960 is a bit wild. But well, let's I'm see. glad she went high. I'm glad she went high. <laughs> let's see what our last student in Class Clowns says. So do we have Paddy Raff? Present, sir. Hey, Paddy, how are you? All good, yep. Feeling, feeling confident? You've heard the question, I'm presuming. Yes, twice now and I'm still none the wiser, but ask it again. <laughs> 
Well, I was about to say you'll be happy to know it's the same question for you, but none the wiser. Okay. I don't know. So um, uh, we're looking for how many wheels this this machine has. This big thing. <laughs> I'm going to say somewhere in the middle. I'm going to say five hundred. Five hundred. And one at the front. Five hundred. Like a Robin Roland. Like a Robin Roland. <laughs> A really heavy back end, but then the front. 250 aside, and one of the front. <laughs> one to steer. It makes it hilarious consequences when you take it to the garage. Yeah, yeah. Just front wheel steering, yeah. The rest, mm. the other 500 are just there for, for yeah. weight, basically. There we go. Um, the answer is 760 wheels. Oh. Uh, which means. Um, Alpha's won. Yeah. <laughs> With 960, wow. which means, oh. Alf, you've already won a point. You are, so far, you are winning this whole thing. How does that feel? I love winning. Yeah. I'm so competitive and <laughs> I am now really, I'm so much more invested than you. Oh, great. In to convey <laughs> via my voice. Well, yeah, you sound a little um, excited. Um, I'm excited too. It's really exciting. Always exciting to give away the first point, point of the week, we call it. Yeah, so well done. What, uh, did you have a nickname at school, Elf? I did. I Brilliant. Yes. It's not an attractive name. Okay. It's, the, well, the, I'll use the nice one. I So I could spell my name for ages because I've got dyslexia. Okay. So my real name is Emily Ann Lyons. Yes. But I couldn't spell it, so I just used to write E-A-L. So yep. everyone called me Eel, Eel, and that was my nickname. I was Eel. Okay. Uh, really cool nickname. Uh, Absolutely. Because when I was really little, because I have a hyphen in the middle of my name, and when uh-huh. I was at primary school, I used to say, because I hate it when people would miss out the Anne, they would just say Emily, and I'd be like, no, it's Emily Anne with a hyphen. Ah, uh, so yeah. I would say hymen rather than hyphen. Yeah. I was wondering, when you said hyphen, I was like, she's going to say something about hymen. So, yeah. like, you know, dyslexia plus being young plus hyphen, it's a recipe for. Um, plus not knowing what a hymen is. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's, it's not your fault. You're innocent in this, in this horror show. Um, yeah. uh, so, did people call you hymen as well? No, only at primary school. <laughs> no, um, no, it was just eel, just eel. Eel. Okay, good, because, you know, I, I will refer to you as eel rather than, um, you know, I have to start asking if you're okay and stuff if I start, you know, calling you hymen and stuff. We can't go down that road. Um, all right, then, eel. Um, uh, let's uh, let's see whether Paddy Raff had a nickname. Paddy, did you have one? At several. Um, I had Paddy Makeup. All mine were preceded by, the, by Paddy. Um, okay. It's already a nickname because my name's Patrick, but yeah. So Paddy makeup was because my cheeks kind of still are quite rosy, um, and I always, it looked like I was wearing makeup. You do have rosy school. cheeks, actually. Mm-hmm. So I, I was nicknamed Paddy makeup, hmm. and that was the, okay. the worst thing ever. Oh yeah, what what age were you then? Sort of like that beginning of secondary school, something. Yeah, like that. that was yeah beginning of secondary school. So what's that? Eleven, twelve. Did you have some others? You said that all of them start with Paddy. Do you have to- yeah, Paddy, Paddy Butler, um, because I had a, a CD Walkman that fitted in my pocket, but it was an Alba, really cheap one. So it only worked if you kept it stable. So I walked, used to walk to school, and a few fellas saw me in the bus walking like this, and it looked like, I looked <laughs> yeah, like I a butler. Like, yeah, I, like I was just... training to be a butler. Yeah. And so I started getting called Paddy Butler by a few fellas. I like, what are you on? I was like, because oh, you look like a butler when you're walking in the school. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I really like that. That's a great nickname. Um, uh, you can use either of those. Um, oh, go, go makeup. Go makeup. Makeup. Okay, sweet. Um, uh, and then um, lastly, Sunil, did you have a nickname? I, I did, but what's the vehicle? 
Oh, you want to know more about the vehicle? Yeah, what, why has it got so yeah. many wheels? What it, is it? It's called an uh, Overburden. You can see where they started the name of that. <laughs> Overburden Conveyor Bridge F60 Mining Machine. Uh, anyway, yeah, back. So I want to know what yeah. I want to know what your nickname was, Sunil. Uh, nickname was Susan. Oh, uh, just simple, a simple play on Sunil. Yeah, a uh, lot of fun for everyone. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just straight Susan and got a few straight, laughs straight at the beginning. Susan. Straight Susan. Not even, no, just Susan. Just Susan. Look at straight Susan. Uh, yeah, got a few laughs at the beginning, um, yeah. then didn't, and then just stuck. It stuck. How long did it stick for? Uh, two years, just my sixth form. Yeah, that's quite... It's not a bad nickname for a, for a sixth form nickname. You know that. We've no, had, it, formative years, though, isn't it, to be called Susan? True. But, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. I'm going to give points whenever I feel like it. It might be because you got something right. It might not be. I don't know. I'm just going to give points whenever I feel like it. There'll be a winner at the end, but there's also going to be um, a teacher's pet, which um, I don't know. You can sort of like, you can woo me. You can you can cruise towards whichever one you think you might win. Maybe you'll win both. It's happened once before, I think. Um, Do you feel like giving some points now? Because I, I just want to put it out there that I'm really enthusiastic and I'm going to commit... <laughs> 100% to every single exercise that you give us because I understand yeah. that participation is integral. Do you know and- what? I think oh that's a really God. good point this and I'm going to give you all chilled, a point. flashbacks. I'm going to give you all one point. So <laughs> Shit, it hasn't, hasn't yeah. really got you anywhere, but I like, I like the positive <laughs> attitude. Um, I'm all about the teamwork. But even before we've started, you do have an extra point because you got the, uh, the wheel question right, you know, the wheel deal. The first lesson of the day is maths and uh, I've got got a nice little jingle for maths. Do you want to hear it? Yes, please, sir. I have a need for numeric perfection, multiplication, or long division. I know what pi is. I know my numbers. I am the mathematician. I am the mathematician. I am the mathematician. Yeah. No, they are, mostly they are long, but today it's got two brand new jingles and Ray was like, they're short for you. And it's because I get heckled um, <laughs> by people who are very good at heckling. Uh, just for having like these long, like, like jingles with a middle eight and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> this, is, um, this is maths and um, just a few questions here, right? So the first one, it's the biggest dick question is it Donald Trump or Dick Van Dyke in centimetres? Oh, oh, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Bigger, bigger than Trump. Oh, yeah. Look at, have you seen Trump's hands? Susan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really nice. Re- and, and that has been noticed that you are playing by the rules, Thank Susan. Thank you, Susan. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke is bigger than Trump, we think. Anyone disagree? No, You're all sir. wrong. Donald Trump is taller by five centimetres, 190 <laughs> okay. centimetres tall. Uh, so, Wait, yeah. Is that... your dick size in relation to your height? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Does actual that... dick size. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was penis. No, I, you, 190 oh, centimetres, fair play mm. to Are you talking emotionally, their penis? Oh, like well, emotionally <laughs> the soul of... Because I wouldn't say Dick Van Dyke emotionally is a is a oh his name's Dick Van Dyke. Oh, I yeah. see what you were doing. I understand the formula now. <laughs> it changes. 
It changes. Don't, don't, don't rely on that formula. I also um, wanted to know where the access to the information on Dick Van Dyke's penis was on his Wikipedia page. I thought we had it's Donald the, Trump's dick. The director's accent. commentary of Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of problems in this scene because of it's the, the, the PG rating. Um, yeah, it's not a chimney sweep. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, that was a confusing question, but don't worry. Like, nobody got a point, so we're all in the same we're all in the same area it's all good second question um is uh in milliliters um what is the amount of water that i can uh keep in my mouth i can put in my mouth without swallowing and makeup. i can make up straight in there make up what you're saying i'm gonna say you can take 115 milliliters I reckon I can. I haven't tried it. I reckon that I'm a bit pissed off that you said that. To be honest, makeup. I, uh, you you answered the question like you already knew it, which is which has creeped me out a little bit. But then you have low expectations. I reckon I can mm. do more. I have no idea though. Eel. Eel. <laughs> I I think, sir, you could probably get 330 milliliters in your fantastic professional gob. <laughs> that is um that is that is the same as a can of coke. That's a lot. That's I think you might be. I mean, have a look in my mouth, guys. <laughs> guys, guys, have a look in my mouth. Are you, are you going to do it? Can of Coke. Yeah. Well, what I've got is I've got um, I've got a thing oh, of water. Right. Oh. What I'll do is I because I thought this might be like disgusting for people listening as well. So what I'll do is I'll I'll try and take take in the amount of water that I can take in, and then I'll spit it out into a measuring jug and measure it. Susan, seventy-five mils. <laughs> Oh, wait, you're keeping it in your mouth. I thought well, you were just yeah. drinking that much water. No, no, no. <laughs> like, I want to know how I much was like, water. That's a decent amount to drink. Yeah, that would be fine. I could crush that. No worries. Um, uh, so uh, Susan's saying 75, which is even oh. less. Yeah. I mean, you might be right. I don't know. I've got, I've got huge expectations of myself. Mouths are quite small. Mouths are smaller than people think. That's their big mouth, actually. But yeah, that's open. You. That's open. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, I'll have yeah. to, I won't be able to keep it open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a disaster. His microphone would be ruined. Yeah. Um, all right. So Susan saying seventy-five. Um, uh, makeup saying one hundred and fifteen. We're just waiting for you, Eel. I I, I said it. Three hundred and thirty milliliters. Are you sticking with that? Yes. I thought you meant that was what I could drink. Which I, I mean, I could look, drink more than that. I'm. I, I don't back down. Yeah, yeah. So. You're stay, staying with it. Final answer. All right. <laughs> Well, let's find out. And I'll, 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 well, let's, let's find out. I, mm, I think a lot of that went to the back of the throat and not in the mouth. Well, you might think that, but you're wrong. And that's okay. taking you far away from... Uh, this is, from t- this sounds like an answer to the last round. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, the, it's difficult to... It's horrible. I think that's about 125 mils. 125 okay. mils, which means, holy moly, makeup's got it. Well done. That's incredible. Absolute creep. Next question. How many animals do I have on my farm if this is all of them making sounds at the same time? Your farm. Uh, you can work together for this one. Ooh. Okay, there's a horse. Okay, so we've got a horse. Chicken. Chicken, geese. Geese. Uh-huh. geese. I, heard, I heard Alan Sugar saying you're yeah. fired. Alan yeah. Sugar was Alan in there. Sugar. Well done, yeah. Yes. 
What does he produce? Well, why would you have him on your farm? <laughs> milk, lovely milk, actually. <laughs> Sugar? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, uh, was there a cow? I think there was there a was cow. There was a cow. Um, There's probably pigs in there somewhere. Donkey. Yeah, there is a donkey. Crickets? There's not crickets. Um, bats? No bats. They are quite common in farms, though. Yeah, the farm bat is you, you're ref- referencing there, right? Yeah, the traditional farm <laughs> yeah. bat. You yeah. milk them as well, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> milk them. Um, owl. There's was no there? owl. There's no owl. Are they all making noise? The animals in the recording. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could yeah. have like a, just a giraffe because they don't really make noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There probably are other animals in the farm, to be honest. Sheep, but no, no, there's, there's no sheep. sheep. Um, I love sheep. Goat. Uh, yes, there is a goat. I'll give you a point for that. Well done. Hey. Um, uh, I think that's all of them. There were six. I think you've covered them all off. I've given a few of your points at a few different points in that. So, yeah, I think this is the last question. And it, 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 this is it. Monthly searches on the internet. What gets more hits? Swimming or Barnes and Noble? Susan. Susan. Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble going in strong. Straight away we've got someone. Does anyone disagree? Elf. Elf. Eel. Yeah, eel. (laughs) Swimming. You're going with swimming. Uh, Makeup swimming too. You're going swimming too. Um, Barnes & Noble by a long way. So uh, swimming has 822,000 a month. Barnes & Noble has 4,090,000. Makes sense. Makes sense. You you yeah. knew that. I don't know why, but you, you did. Well, if you Google that. swimming, you'd, you'd Google something more specific, wouldn't you? Yeah, you were swimming pool. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. what if you were learning how to swim, or you were googling what Google. swimming is, or when Wiki you learned Howing? how to swim, did you Google it? I mean, I know it's like different ages now, but that'd be no. a weird way to learn how to swim. My uncle, um, my uncle actually just dropped me in a swimming pool, at the Isle of Wight, and then my dad had to start a fight with him because um, I actually started drowning. Yeah, and he was like, "You don't know unless fear kicks in." What? <laughs> Is that true? I, I no, but can I just clarify now? I am a phenomenally beautiful swimmer. <laughs> so, I nearly got eaten by sharks, actually, because and um, so and I'm glad I could swim because otherwise I, I wouldn't be here today for the podcast. Did you outswim a shark? So. When I say I got... So basically, I was in South Africa when I was 16 on a school exchange and I was shown off with these boys. Um, good, good school I, link as well. This yeah, they were, called, they were called Tom and Joe. And I remember this and I was with Sarah Potter. She was my exchange. We were chatting to these boys and I was quite puppy fatty and the boys clearly were interested in Sarah. But I was like, you know, when you're trying to be like, yeah, oh, cool, I can play b- yeah. bullshit, the card game. And yeah, Bacardi Breezes... Easy. And so we were drinking all this stuff on the beach and they pointed out to this rock and they and they were like, oh, that rock's really far away. Some cool <laughs> chat like that. And it was really dark. And I said, it does oh, well, cool. it was, it was, Tom was so cool. He was a film <laughs> supporter, actually. I remember oh, that. Anyway, sick. so I said, I can swim out to that rock. And they were like, no, you can't. I was like, yeah, I can. Now, I was drunk for a 16-year-old in the sense uh-huh. that we drank that much. So I took my clothes off because I was like, I'm confident. Whoa. Even though teenage insecurities and jumped (laughs) in the sea and I started swimming out and I swam out to this rock and it was dark. There was no lights. It was pitch. It was, well, obviously it was dark. It was nighttime in the ocean. I swam out to the rock and it took me a very long time to swim out there. And obviously the currents, I get there. 
I, I don't like touch the rock, but I sort of effectively get to it. And then yeah, I start swimming back and I'm tired and I'm like, it's actually really cold. And when I turn back and I start swimming and obviously I don't have goggles. So I'm sort of trying to do breaststroke and front. Well, I'm doing front. Yeah. Anyway. I can see all the lights are all on the beach and I get, oh. and as I get to the beach, I'm so embarrassed because I don't have any clothes on. And I'm yeah, like, right. Oh my goodness. All the parents, everyone is on the beach. Tom's dad is literally shouting at him. His mate is like crying. Sarah is crying. The parents are panicking. And I get out really embarrassed. And I'm like, oh my God, everyone's seeing me naked. But everyone's just relieved I'm there because they didn't realise, the boys didn't realise I didn't know it was shark infested <laughs> waters. And that rock was where the great whites would go to breed at night time. And so it was breeding ground. So when I swam <clears throat> out, they thought I was going to swim for like a bit and then swim back as a joke. But when I kept on swimming, they realised that I genuinely oh didn't know. So they'd gone to get the parents. The parents had come back. They were absolutely... So the boys were annihilated and I was told not to tell my teachers or anyone at the school oh. about what had happened. But it was with by complete chance, obviously, because it turns out a few weeks before two children had been attacked eaten. by sharks. Oh. I don't I think Eaton probably would have made the news, yeah. but like yeah. it was quite shark attacks were really common. So the fact I did it and I didn't get attacked is insane. That's a, you got a point for that, so I hope it was worth it. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> uh, either of you two got any uh, shark stories to try and get a point? No, no I'm reading now. If I'd have known that. Uh. Incredible. You see, like, that was, you, you see how easy it is to get points? Just have a story about outswimming sharks in South Africa and I'll give you a point. Um, that's amazing, Eel. Well done. Uh, another good reason for that nickname, I think. Um, so that's the end of the maths round. It was Susan and Makeup in the lead with four points each and Eel one behind, but it's neck and neck now. Oh All got four points. How's yes. that um, How's that competitive uh, sort of confident? You started off pretty confident. How's it going, Eel? Uh, honestly, this is bringing back so many memories <laughs> of being in Div 6 French. Like, I am, I'm on it. I am not okay. going to give up. Well, next up, we've got philosophy and... Um, I have a brand new, shorter jingle for philosophy, and here it is. <laughs> philosophy. Why are we here? To grow a big beard. Why did this world begin? Put your hand on your chin. Why does time have two hands? Why does Coldplay have fans? Can you still hear class clown if a tree's falling down? All right, so um, for philosophy today, we are going to talk a little bit about law with a view to sort of like maybe make some laws up that, that we would want to put in place. But to start things off, the, the reason I thought of this as a round is because I've been playing a bit of Boulder Dash recently. I don't know if you've played Boulder Dash, but one of the things that they do is they read you the beginning of like a law and then you have to make up the end. So, for example, in Kentucky, it used to be unlawful for a man to buy... Makeup. Makeup. All of the spices required for Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> no, no. Susan. Um, I, do you know what? I'm going to go for a very strict alcohol. Um, the, it's a very serious yeah, answer. Let's that. try and win this. The answer is actually a hat without his wife being with him. So the wife, <laughs> God knows what someone bought at some point, but like that was ruled like. Such a travesty that it was I think set that's so in. So valid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Like These the are like the of... beginning of like really bad, uh, you know, like legal drama movies. Somebody should <laughs> yeah. just get Balderdash and they say, let's find out what happened. Then let's get get to the courtroom scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Susan, hmm. if you had to make up a law that was to be put into place at the time that this podcast comes out. Yeah. What do I, you reckon... I just think I should be kept well away from laws. I, um, I, I, you know, the guy in No Country for Old Men with the bolt gun. Yeah. <laughs> Probably my hero. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, like, just... are you just trying to ban him? Like, <laughs> no more, no more nutters with bolt guns. <laughs> but no, he's your hero. Yeah, I get quite angry at like general, like bad behaviour, like rude behaviour. So no and... more rudeness. That... Yeah, but I, that's why I shouldn't be allowed to have laws. All right. How about everyone gets a monkey? They've got to look after it. That's the law. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think that'd be quite a fun one. And it definitely me, would be fun. Um, uh, there'd be stories. Little ones that go on shoulders, I reckon. Okay, yeah, cool. Like yeah. I like I like the law. Um what yeah, about you make up? Yeah. What are you thinking? Uh my, mine's really serious now after that. I'm gonna have to <laughs> maybe do a bit of a U turn. But <laughs> Uh, mine no is more the, hate no more racism this is pretty much what it is yeah, yeah. it's uh it's it, there has to be over here there's no integrated education there's very few integrated schools it's catholic schools protestant schools and it's all so i would say i would implement the law there has to be a certain amount and then eventually it's all you know there's yeah. neither whatever because it's just it's leading like we've had loads of ratting over here and i think coupled with that law you have to focus on pe on, on shot put so that they get this all out of their system and they don't go rad <laughs> and also and there's schools here like that it's all girls school all boys school there's there's fellas who will not meet a protestant girl until you know like they won't meet yeah. a girl and then yeah. they, they end up to throw in that it's you know the other religion so I think yeah. it's a piece that's and, a huge thing you know we've come across that a few times in this podcast where um, people as, as, um, specifically like a few of the a few of the the men that have been on that have been to all boys schools and they're like it, they all say it did something to their like to their perspective of what the real world is like when they're sort of let loose among real people and different people. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. I went so, to yeah. a boys' school, and then yeah. uh, in the sixth form, they they let girls in to socialise us. <laughs> so it was, it was about two hundred boys and thirty girls uh, that are allowed in in the sixth form, and I can't. Im- what a nightmare it was for them. That would have been horrific. It was horrible. They would just have to watch us, like, prancing around trying to show off to them, fighting each other and stuff. It was just And were you introduced as Susan to them? (laughs) (laughs) I think they were instrumental in calling me Susan, actually. (laughs) It's so weird, because, like, for boys, it sounds like it's a nightmare to have an all-boys school, but I categorically genuinely think all-girls schools are Oh, they're worse. I think they're way worse. I genuinely think they're wicked in terms of, like, girls just... I didn't have any concept of like sexism until I went to university because in my head I was like, we're an all girls school. Do we want to start a football team? Do you want to do rugby? Should we do debating? It was just like there were all these, and we never had that. I mean, the it was slightly harder if you were yeah. queer, like if you were gay and stuff. Like there yeah. were obviously there were complications with that because the biggest worst thing you could be was a lesbian. Like, right. like absolutely terrifying. But in terms of when I went to university and realised, oh, wait, what is all this talk about girls not being able to do this or boys being... Whilst actually boys, it seemed, definitely need mixed education. Yeah. I almost went to an all-boys school and I didn't, and I'm so glad I didn't, after, well, mainly after speaking to so many comedians <laughs> on, on this podcast. But, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I'm, that's a great. It's a great law. I'm put. I think it's important. I think actually, I like the monkey one. Yeah, but yours is probably more easy to enforce and actually really good. Um, what about you, Eel? What's your law? Mine isn't fun either. Okay. Um, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> really been stitched up here. Actually. As soon as they're out, first. These guys, as soon as they're allowed on with stages, yeah, okay. <laughs> buy their tickets, man. I would stop like, the a breeding. Dem rally. <laughs> <laughs> I would stop the breeding of animals, as in oh, like come on. rescued what? animals. <laughs> I am so <laughs> no, 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 hear me. I live in a place which is full of ugly, stupid dogs that can't breathe properly because yeah. they have been ancestrally enforced to mate with their dads and their brothers and their mm. uncles. These little pugs and bulldogs, which are the most expensive dogs, and then you're looking around the UK. Guinea pigs are the most abandoned animal in the UK, and you just think about all these animals that are getting bred, and I think. Like, there was one person in the UK during lockdown who rescued a Malamute. And they were like, hi, guys. I've never had a dog before and I've rescued a Malamute. Any tips? What like, is a Malamute? Oh, sorry. It, it's yeah. a half wolf, half was- husky. Bro- <laughs> like, it's the most complicated type awesome. of dog <laughs> you can incredible. get. I mean, they're phenomenal, but you yeah. have to understand, like, out of all the dogs you'd go for, yeah, a, yeah. Mal- a wolf... <clears throat> But the Malamute is they're mutes because you can't hear them bark. So they're not like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. I Same. think that's my vibe. That's why yeah. I'm not fun at parties. Uh, uh, I'm giving you a point, um, if for nothing else, for passion. Um, I yeah, think that's if... kind of similar to mine, except yours is animals and mine is... <laughs> <laughs> because that is really what it's all about, is just trying to broaden people's horizons because they just breed within their own communities. And yeah. that's what I think we need to... And it's, the, uh, and it's the opposite of Susan's, who was like, like just, tiny monkeys. Tiny. I just yeah. think when if you we show... all have small monkeys, that means that we ensure the survival of the small monkey race. Thank you. Yeah, uh, your, yours would actually be more likely to be implemented here. would <laughs> 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 be like all day long yeah. and storm it. Just, just go with the monkeys. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Distraction <laughs> techniques. Um, uh, well, that's the end of that rally. That's the end of the uh, the philosophy round. I loved that. That's coming back. Um, now it's time, although we've been speaking about school for ages, it's time for locker room talk. And I have to warn you, this does have a jingle, but it's creepy. It involves whispering. So here we go. I've got to have an operation because my I think dick is too I've heavy. Heard cold, my dick is too heavy. Locker room talk. Grab him by the pussy. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> welcome to locker room talk, Susan. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your school. All boys uh, school, we've learned that already. All boys school. Yeah. Um, Take us there, man. Uh, okay, it start, I started there. It was in, it's in the middle of Bath. Lovely. Uh, and then they moved to a site just outside Bath, and in order to celebrate the move, they made us all at the age of seven and eight uh, do a parade through Bath dressed as Renaissance, uh, for, <laughs> like characters with ruffs around our necks and uh, <laughs> uh, pet monkeys and that and they made us walk through all the way up to our new site and I've never seen <laughs> I can't imagine seeing anything more hateful uh, shutting yeah. down traffic shutting down streets uh, walking loads of little privileged little idiots through town What's what was the sort of um, state of mind 
um, of you as a as a student, as a child, having to do this? Were you like to take it? Is it in retrospect? You know, it was just a ridiculous oh, in thing. Or? Horrible. But at the time, we were like, "This is fucking great." Day off school, walk through town with a little costume on. Yeah. Mm. Did you take it seriously, or was it kind of like, "Yes, day off school"? Uh, we, I think we. It's, oh God, it's such a long time ago. I think, like, yeah, I think we took it pretty seriously. Uh, we were like, <laughs> was it for historical purposes? Was it like, yeah. a, was it an event? Like, you know, it was, mark? yeah. Because it was a, it was a King Edward school, so we were celebrating the life of King Edward, uh, who I think was like twenty-one when he died. I don't know, but it's because like we were like always taught to take great pride in like the school. Uh, and only in hindsight, you realise what an absolute joke that is. I mean, it's just, it's just a building. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, that's it. Really. Was it, was it, was it a good school? Do you think? Was it? Was it yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I've got, I'm still very good friends with the people I've known since I was seven years old. So, like, yeah, I enjoyed my time at school. Like, I did. I got nothing done. But yeah. I was about to ask, were you a yeah. good student? It sounds like maybe Te- you weren't. Ter- terrible. Uh, I just didn't really understand why I had to do all the stuff they made me do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't really. I was like that. Like maths, I was like, yeah, it didn't make any sense. And here I am teaching maths now. You know? <laughs> Are you? You're, yeah. Um, if I'd have known back then, the questions I, would I have been quite. Different. I felt like I'd missed the induction day as to what the yeah. point of school was. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Why are we sitting here? Why is why think, nobody want to mess about? There was people. It just I couldn't get my head around that there was people in my class that actually wanted to learn. Like yeah. they really enjoyed it. I was like, yeah. Why? Yeah, 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 definitely. Do you yeah. think if you went back to school makeup, um, uh, do you think you'd be more up for learning stuff? Because I, no. I, I, I do. I was like, I didn't do anything at school really, like similar, and I couldn't believe people. But but now I'm like. All that knowledge, like I look at a map and I'm like, whoa! I don't understand anything. Like, if I could have somebody who did understand it now, teach me, yeah. I'd love it. But I... no, I, I do think about that because I was terrible in school. I really low attention span and couldn't get my head around a lot of it. Um, and then after leaving school, I, I wanted to read everything and learn everything. And I was yeah. never off Wikipedia. I suppose yeah. I was in work though. I was kind of dodging doing actual work. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I used to like read loads of stuff, and all of a sudden it was like all about knowledge. And then somebody would have said, "Oh, would you ever? If you went back to school, what would it be like?" I was like, "I think I'd love it." And then what happened was in work, I paid to do a course to be a trainer to train people, and yeah. I was already doing it. But I went, I wanted to get the official kind of certificate. Yeah. So I paid a thousand pounds of my own money to go back to school yeah. and I was making up excuses for why I didn't have homework done. I was like, you fucking paid a thousand pounds to do this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're, in your mid twenties. Yeah. So no, I just know I would I would do the exact yeah, yeah. same again and just be, you know, messing about. And... So uh, any any it sounds like you you were a class clown. Um uh, any, any any fond memories of pranks or uh, or, or yeah. situations? I kind of burnt myself out in the early years of school um, doing the kind of usual pranks. So whenever I got a wee bit sort of sort of towards the teen years, I had to get a bit more cerebral. And what I ended up doing was our school, the secondary school I went to is quite posh. So I'm not from the posh area of Belfast and all my friends were quite posh. And I didn't know why. I thought it was like some sort of, you know, outreach scheme. Why there was somebody from my area in their school because they were all, you know, sort of had a bit of money. And yeah. I knew it was different because I had a bottle of orange that was called Milkman's Orange. I don't know if you have the same thing over in England anywhere. It's like a proper bottle of milk, but it's full of, of orange. Yeah, like yeah. Synthetic. But it was called Milkman's Orange. And I told this, you know, my friends in school, it was called Milkman's Orange. And then I was being approached by guards being saying, have you got any of that Milkman's? Milkman's, it became, it just sounded like it was from Waitrose or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it was a posh school. So I had to kind of sort of raise my game to the point where what I did was my best, probably best ever, Frank was we had a, a school production of Carousel 
can't remember who, who is it Kander and Ebb is Carousel can't remember but anyway school production Carousel so our foyer used to get decorated massively you know all your art uh, projects were to do with the, the you know that production right. yeah, yeah. and then at, on the night the, the, the parents would stream through and it was all lovely Carousel and whatever but I, I got passed over for my uh, my main artwork didn't get used so I was a bit annoyed so yeah. one day I was walking through the foyer before the opening the night and it said Carousel in big massive letters and I just went up and tore down the C and the L so it said Rathmore presents Arise and it just gave the whole show a bit more of a, a, a you know a sinister perspective yeah yeah and of course it, it turned out to be the, it was called the worst act of vandalism the school had ever seen really so, when the principal rang my mum uh, and my mum had to come up to the school and then she shouted at my principal for calling it the worst act of vandalism because she rushed up thinking the place was going to be on fire and so she then gave him a bollock and going this is the worst you called me out of work for this for fuck's sake she did so it all it all ended well I ended up you know watching my headmaster get, get a bollock in from my mum which was all well it ends well good story Eel you got anything we've heard a couple of stories got anything you want to add I mean I was the only student at my school that was allowed to wear leather how and- did you manage to I mean, I your was, parents let you wear I was like the only the student that was allowed. I used Sounds to have so a leather weird. jacket. I was allowed to wear, I had a hat called so it the wasn't, happy hat. So I it was wasn't just, like the, the school, the teachers weren't like, yes, it, it, they're all calling her eel. Let's let her wear leather because that's creepy. This is your parents letting you. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a boarding school. Obviously, look at this social ability. Like, look at this lack of ability of communicating. So how we come you were allowed school. to wear leather? That sounds... I just got on with the teachers. I used to sit with them at lunchtime. They sat me in the staff room. I won every single award that wasn't academic at my school. Like, I was just... The leather award. I was just the <laughs> leather I was good egg of the year every single year. Like, I was like, I got... No, like, genuinely... I actually, Where is this school? Can you just I'm still, the I'm still bloody annoyed about this. I got 100... Like, apparently all the students because they would vote for who your prefects were and obviously I was head uh, like head of house but apparently I got all the obviously. votes to be head girl mm. and I didn't get it because I wasn't on the sports team and you had to be on a sports team to be head girl but I still remember because it was boarding school and I remember first going there and trying to and being told I looked like a tree but we it was just the year where we had a computer room and there was AOL messenger do you guys remember that and you used to yeah. like yeah, and you yeah. come up with like a really like sexy like SNM like AOL name like you know lying is the best thing a girl could do without taking her clothes off but it's better <laughs> if you do one two three four five and we were just and I was like eleven and I didn't know how to obviously you chat you found like you could just chat to men on the internet. So this blew yeah. my mind that you could just chat to people around the world. And this girl Abby Lewis, who actually I think works in law, she said to me, "She's like you've got to you tell just them." Just Ray is sweating now. Like anyone, like you're mentioning who also wears Ray is like, oh god. She um she told me she she was at eleven the same age as me. She wasn't a lawyer at the time, but she said you've got to tell the boys that you've got a vagina that's four and a half inches long. And I didn't know what a vagina was, so I was like, sure. So I just chat to men on the internet go hello my name's eel my vagina is four and a half inch <laughs> and that was how we'd all introduce ourselves to men on the internet wow um, i mean it's harrowing in hindsight like when i say men like they were they all said they were our age they yeah, all said yeah. they were teenage boys so i'm sure it's absolutely oh and also <laughs> ben so we did the cross country every year and every year i came last yeah. But every year I'd get involved. And it was my penultimate year and I thought, I'm going to do it and I'm going to get involved. So what I did was I bought a superwoman costume and wow. I thought I'd run in the superwoman costume and all the teachers are laughing because they were like, this is really funny. Yeah. All the kids are like, oh, 
that's really cool, Eel, because I always came last. But this yeah. year I came 73rd and there were 74 of us in the cross country. So I passed over and I was so pleased I hadn't come last. And then they yeah. came up to me and she, the head of sports, she broke the news, she went, Eel, you actually, you actually did come last. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? They went, well, the other girl... <laughs> actually ran away just the cross country as a diversion she'd met a farmer and basically just leapt on his tractor and left the crosses so she technically like got suspended from the race which meant that I went last again another heartbreak you need closure you need to find that girl and make her finish the race all these years later <laughs> she doesn't oh. know why she's been made to run. <laughs> Some amazing stories. Um, uh, I, I, it's amazing how um, how I feel uh, quite often in in, in this section in, in the locker room talk. I feel like a very underqualified therapist being told about these <laughs> horrible things that that people have been through. Um, so thank you for sharing. And um, let's try over to the last lesson. It's general studies. Here's a jingle. When I think of the that I want to play Naturally I don't throw that game away Oh no, no, no I just whack it in general studies He just whacks it in general studies Yeah, when there's a game that doesn't fit anywhere General studies it is And this is one of those situations Last, I, I have played this before I put it in geography It doesn't belong in geography In this game We're going to hear A door open A doorbell go Doors open And behind that door Is something Alright It's going it's to some, It's something Alright uh, Could be Could be anything Alright And it's fast as finger So use your buzzers I'll start us off With a really easy one I think it's really easy Hopefully it's really easy Just so that we're um, All on the same page So here it is Makeup. Is, is that dial-up internet? Dial-up internet. Simple as that. All right? Oh right. So that, that was a little. Was that. that was a little demo, just so we all know what's going on. Uh, now let's play for real with. How about this one? Eel. Eel. Is it a xylophone? Not a xylophone. Let's oh. try again. Makeup. Makeup. Is it a group of people making music for the backgrounds of corporate videos for copyright free on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not, no. I'm looking uh, for the name of the instrument. Eel. Eel. Now, oh, is it the tin drum? Is it the uh, pan, the drums? The, no. you, the drum? No. Not drums. You were close to xylophone. The answer was marimba. What's that? Uh, a marimba is... Never heard of it. All that, all that posh education and you don't know what a marimba <laughs> is. <laughs> you, were you not playing one walking up the street during school? <laughs> is it a Renaissance instrument? <laughs> playing, a, playing a lute? It's a, it's, it's a wooden um, thing, you, right. like a keyboard, but you play yeah, with okay. beaters. And it's, and it's an iPhone. Um, it's a famous yeah, it iPhone. Like an oh, iPhone. That, I, knew, I knew that yeah. name Ooh, somewhere. Yeah. The marimba. 
Um, yeah. Sir, can I just can I just clarify? Because I did actually say xylophone, and I know you said of marimba, but I have just googled, and <laughs> both the marimba and the narrowly defined xylophone are xylophone instruments, and they look virtually identical. And the central portion xylophone's of the... metal, and marimba is wooden. no, but I, I mean, but they are xylophone. It's, they're from the same family. Susan, the percussion <laughs> family. No, I think she's this... questioning your authority, maybe minus like points. She is as well. I'm just going to forget just... this happened. All right. I'm on the Yamaha website. What is the difference between the marimba and the what xylophone? What do they know? They make motorbikes. And, all right. And when it comes xyl- to... <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to play. I'm gonna... We're going to find out what's behind the next door. All right. I'm moving on. I'm close to docking a point for this. <laughs> Never been so furious. <laughs> Typewriter? Nope. Eel. Cutting cutting things with scissors. It is. I'm looking for a specific uh, thing, though. Susan. 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 Barber. It is a barber, yeah. Thank you. Susan's got a point. I'll tell you, we've got a couple more of these. I should have told the scores at the beginning of this round and I forgot because I was too excited. Um, but at the moment, uh, Eel is on seven and Makeup and Susan are both on eight. Ooh. There's all to play for. What's behind <laughs> this door? Eel. Eel. Crossroads traffic. Not what I'm looking for. Makeup. Makeup. Is that the corner of 42nd and 3rd in Manhattan? <laughs> it might be. It's definitely, it's New, New York is what I'm looking for. So <laughs> Yeah, that, that's 42nd and 3rd. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you the weirdo that uploads just like street ambulance? <laughs> like, like, um, uh, what have we got? What have we got? We've got one more. God, this is tense. What's behind this door? Mate, every single thing you see here today, myself and my mum and dad built from the ground up. And Terry and I, well, we're Makeup. just continuing. Makeup. It's the, the late Steve Irwin. It is. Oh, Flipping my. up. Flipping that's, heck. That's really you nice just, that was your round, Makeup. That was your round. Yeah. How, how'd I'm you like, feel? Very good, yeah. I feel like the Shazam of random uh, noises. <laughs> I was, you, you are like the Shazam of random noises. That's incredible. Um, I mean, to know the, the exact Google Maps location of that sound <laughs> uh, from like 2015 or whenever it was. I'm like Professor knowledge. X in that big thing, you know, just <laughs> kind of like... Yeah, <laughs> that was absolutely astonishing. You know, there's always one in those weird rounds. There's always somebody who really like just... It's just, it's, yeah, they just excel. And this time uh, it is, it is you makeup. So congratulations. I told you the, the, the points pretty like not that long ago, which means it's pretty obvious that who's won, but I don't want to talk about that just yet. Cause I want to talk about teacher's pet. And um, to be honest, guys, just because she outlived sharks, I've got to give it to. I've got. I've got to give it to you, Eel. So, um, Eel, you've won a teacher's pet song, which goes like this: You're the teacher's pet in today's episode. That's why you've earned this joyful ode. 
This song will stick in your head so we can't forget that you're the teacher's pet. Teacher's pet. Who'd have known when you were swimming away from those hungry sharks all these years later, you'd be awarded that song. Fantastic. So, yeah, you won Teacher's Pet. I think we've already kind of figured out the results of the other one. Eel, you did come last. Um, Susan, you got eight. Great. And then um, Makeup, you just smashed it with 10 right then at the end incredible so they're the they're well you've won you've won this sound makeup so congratulations incredible thank you i wish you could carry that around on your butler walkman um (laughs) listen to it as you as you get about your day-to-day business but you can't because i'm not sending it to you i think that's pretty much everything the only thing we've got left to do is homework which is when we get to tell people at home who've listened to the podcast and enjoy themselves, what you guys have got going on. So, massive thanks to Sunil Patel, a.k.a. Susan. What have you got going on? What have I got going on? Uh, you can listen to my podcast with Harriet Kemsley. That's uh, that's out all the time. Cool. Uh, it's what called gets Why discussed? Is Harriet Crying? It's called what, sorry? Why, it's called Why Is Harriet Crying? We just talk about what she's been crying about. Cool. Yeah, uh, there's that one. Uh, otherwise, I think I'll be doing some shows in in in, in London soon, and then Aberystwyth and Hastings and Camden. Uh, lots of stuff. Just I guess just follow me on Twitter. Awesome. Or, or Instagram. Yeah. Are you Sunil Patel on Twitter? Instagram? Uh, absolutely not. No, I'm uh, Sunil D Patel on Twitter and Sunil Patel Solutions on Instagram. Oh, lovely. I like yeah. that hold. Um, fantastic yeah let's go check it out um, massive thanks to Elf Lions uh, who has been eel today um, uh, thanks so much for your time and talent what have you got going on so if you want you, if you want to be scared I made an immersive horror radio play on Bandcamp using live traditional sound foley and it's a fireman said that in all his years working as a fireman he thought he had a pretty strong stomach but then when he listened to it he felt sick so it's called Gorgon and it's on Bandcamp so if you want to listen to that and also I'm doing this night called the Online Haunted House of Horrors oh that and sounds so up my street basically for anyone who loves horror and the next one's on the 14th of May so you can buy tickets via Twitter and basically I just take you into my haunted house I love horror I'm going to check it out. That sounds awesome. Uh, and then lastly, we've got Paddy Raff, a.k.a. Makeup. Thanks so much for your time and talent. What's going on? Um, I have stuff on iPlayer, BBC iPlayer. If you Google or Google on iPlayer, that's a mix of two brands that you're not allowed to do. But yeah, just Google on iPlayer. iPlayer. Type, <laughs> type in the Paddy Raff show and watch that. That'd be great. And I'll be over in England um, whenever I can. I have a few gigs in the... Museum of Comedy, and then I'm up in Hot Water and Frog and Bucket, all being well awesome. soon. So that's brilliant! Really cool. It's exciting. Things are opening up. There's a good positive feeling in the air. Um, so, guys, thanks so much for being at Class Clowns Academy. Let's call it an academy. Yeah. Uh, once more for Elfly and Sunil Patel, and also Paddy Raff. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another Class Clowns podcast. You've been listening to Sunil Patel, Elf Lions and Paddy Raff. Guess what, comedy fans? The Glee Club is opening for socially distanced shows on the 21st of May in Birmingham, Nottingham, Cardiff. Buy tickets now on the internet. Class Clowns is written and presented by me, Ben Kane. It's produced by Rhea O'Neill and Adam Jarenko and it's edited by Greg Coates. Thanks for listening and have yourself a wonderful time. <laughs>